Take a deep breath and close your eyes and let your imagination take you wherever you want to go. Welcome to the Nephology Podcast, where we discuss topics ranging from science, biology, health, and living well in today's world. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the second podcast for Novology.com, and I'm with the well-known <laughs> scientist, uh, Ms. Neva Baines, and for the life of me, I cannot pronounce your last name, so don't, don't take me there. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us today, and I'll let Neva introduce the special guest. So here's Neva. Wow. Hello, everybody. The special guest is my niece. And actually, she was born in Turkey and grew up in Turkey. She's 14 years old, and um, she's, uh, she learned English only in the school. And somehow, she speaks better English than my, me, and I lived abroad for 30 years. But she, I don't know how she did it, but she came. So therefore, we invited her, and um, we wanted to talk about... Um, home training because of the coronavirus uh, pandemics. And I have uh, never talked to any student before and asked their opinion what they think about this kind of school education and then what, how, what they think and what kind of suggestions they have. So we'll just chat here. Oh, well, good. good. So, so let me ask you, you had a, a, a long trip to, to the motherland there, back home to Turkey. And how are your, fa- how are your folks doing? Everybody healthy and good? Well, everybody is uh, as good as they can be, you know, the old age and some problems, but they are very um, happy. When they are happy, they are healthier always. So I am happy to be here. It was a very difficult uh, trip for me, though, because of the pandemics and lots of flight regulations. Uh, have been changed. Um, uh, it's a long flight, and I'm used to have, have long flight. But the difficulty was that I needed to wear a mask all the time. That's number one. And number two was there was not any service, so you need to carry stuff with you and um, some other um, details. But the the worry of using the tiny little restroom with rest of the passengers, that's, that's number one worry because, you know, although uh, the crew was very careful cleaning, but still though, uh, you feel uncomfortable. That was my uh, problem in the first time. And then after that, another flight change and again, all the safety regulations have been changed and that was very difficult too. And then after that, I quarantined myself for two weeks uh, because I didn't want to go over and visit my parents. They're over 80 years old. 
that was hard for me to lock myself in a little tiny little apartment for two weeks and um, my brother uh, uh, father uh, has cooked good Turkish food and put in the fridge so I was just eating that for two weeks not going out and checking how I feel like and when I was sure that it seems like I'm okay and then still wearing mask and I was with my parents oh well good that's wonderful nice story yeah. yeah, but uh, man, that's a long trip to wear a mask. That is a long trip to wear a mask. Well, door to door, it's twenty four hours, Roland. It is it is not easy, believe me. I mean, twenty four hours with mask. Eventually, you start to feel uh, like dizzy, tired, headache, which are also the symptoms of coronavirus. So you don't know. Oh my God, if I'm getting a virus infection and it is the symptoms of virus, or is it because I was with the, you know, right. inhaled my carbon dioxide back and it's like almost toxicated feeling and tremendous headache that that was, that was not easy, honestly. I, I, I wouldn't recommend if people are not um, urged to fly anyway, anywhere, because um, it's not smart and also I came to Turkey which has this high peak now on pandemic mm. that's pretty uh, scary too because now I will fly back to states and I will also quarantine myself for two weeks before I be with my friends and my family there see it's it's not easy yeah I got you I got you yeah so um so here in Austin Texas um, remember I told you during our first conversation that they locked us down. They had just locked us down till December. Well, the decline is happening, but and there's they haven't opened bars yet, but they opened up restaurants to a little more and they you know where they can sit like 50% or something and they opened up different things. But you see people and they just act like there's no virus. And and I'm afraid that the thing's going to shoot back up, and it's kind of like you're shooting yourself in the in in you know in the foot. You know, it's just it just I don't I don't know how they're going to correct this or if this is you know hopefully this is not the new norm. But I guess the reports were coming out here that um, a lot of well a lot of schools are going to start to to open and they're going to try and do that um, as well. But but schools are open over there, right? Some Roman of them I- are, and some of them aren't. Some of them are were 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 doing online um, first, and then um, some of them went for it, and some of them didn't. And then you know, so they're trying to see what works and what doesn't work, and and uh, yeah. you know, it's just kind of a kind of a trial by fire here. But unfortunately, it is um, it's this isn't going away. I don't think that. I think I don't think it's going to go away after the election. I think this is going to be with us going into next year. And that's what it sounds that's like. That's for sure. But the peaks will continue uh-huh. um, because of. But this is the way we are being vaccinated, natural way too, because some people get coronavirus and then they isolate themselves in the house without any severe symptoms, and then they will come back to normal life. And some will be needed to be, you know, hospitalized and. Yeah. So, have did you did you see that video I sent you about the vitamin D and the and the and the and the? And I did. Yeah. I did. and and uh, that is 
uh, also here people discussing what to do and how uh, vitamin D protects you from coronavirus and additionally zinc uh, is number one nowadays that uh, scientific articles are recommending especially if you are in the uh, field working with lots of people if you can uh, be even working in a market or taking care of patients in hospital so you need to support your immune system and that's vitamin D and zinc was these two were All right, so I need to get some zinc then, but I've, I've been taking 4,000 ICUs or whatever it is of, of, of vitamin D a day for the last two weeks. So I think we need to have a totally uh, separate podcast for this too. What is recommended mm-hmm. uh, with the recent scientific society publications? I mean, they, they have tremendous research and very interesting findings. We need to do that. But um, today, actually, uh, it's um, very important for us to talk about the reopening of the schools because uh, I'm I'm not only uh, talking about the uh, health issues of the kids, but their psychology and some of the students are um, going to school. And some are not. Um, so, Beryl, by the way, you couldn't tell my uh, maiden last name, but I have to announce her last name, Beryl Chifcholu. <laughs> that difficult last name that you cannot say, but Beryl Chifcholu, that she's going to probably tell us some interesting stuff, what she thinks about this pandemics and um, how does she approach uh home education. Okay. So, so, so I oh, got yeah. a couple of questions for the young lady. Is she homeschooled or is this part of a program that is that is online for your school? I am online school. Okay, online school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I've talked to several kids that some are homeschooled so they don't really feel the effect. You know, they're they're kind of used to the the deal and then there's a lot of kids that I've that I've spoken with that my friends have children and 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 they're 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 like, man, this is kind of weird, and some get it, and some don't. So I'd like to take, I'd like to understand your take on it. I mean, do you find it difficult? Do you find it easier? Um, is it is it easier to procrastinate and not get the stuff done? Um, these are my questions because I kind of ask these questions all the time, and then I ask them. Are you retaining anything that you're learning? Because now you're on the honor system to try and like, oh, I got to take a test. I can hold the book open right next to me and answer the questions. Exactly. That's what everybody thinks right now. <laughs> you know, and uh, and get good grades. But at the end of the day, are you retaining anything that you're that you're that you're supposed to be doing? And if kids are on the honor system, how many kids do you think? are actually being honorable and are learning the material and you know and, and taking that so so those are my questions and I'd like to get and and there's also um, social questions like part of the high school or the junior high experience or the grade school experience is you develop friendships with people you know and and it's that social interaction with kids and growing up with them and you know, well, for me, I was playing football and doing whatever, you know, and, and, you know, throwing rocks at each other, whatever, you, you know, kids do. 
but uh, but now it's it's you know now it's online and 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 how does that affect you as well? So those are the questions I got. You know, do you, do you miss your friends? And I'm sure you do. You know, you know, hanging out with them. So yeah. yeah. So I'll let you talk and 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 if you can talk to those talking points, that'd be wonderful. Okay, for sure. Um, first of all, I'm native and I'm going to high school and um, getting used to this online school was a hard time for me like it was for all of the other students um, and having education from computer and listening to the voice from listening to teachers from computer because after a time it's like your computer is your teacher and um, a place you can learn um, First of all, I have I want to say that I want to answer your question. Um, if you're listening the lessons and if you're really concentrating to your lessons, it's not just um, like if you don't understand something, it's not going to be okay if you just ask your teacher and she or he may be repeated and you may understand it better. But um, as a student myself, I have always studied myself and if I don't add something to what I learn, I would never understand it. And we are looking at our computers starting from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. sometimes and it's not enough because we have to study and add something um, else ourselves. Also homeworks you have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Homeworks from like um, Google Forms or something, so it's not looking at the paper. I mean, can you imagine? She starts at 6 a.m. and then she is not 6 a.m. Sorry, 9 a.m. and at 6 p.m. And um, that is crazy. For nine hours, yeah. you are sitting in front of a computer. Yeah, exactly. I know that. I know that more than you know. <laughs> <laughs> but only you are not 14 years old. You're not 14 That's yeah. the positive side, probably. Yeah, and that's not enough for me because um, practicing with my friends and talking with them, like from you know Zoom or Skype, is always um, something that I enjoy while I was in quarantine because I never had the chance to see them and I miss them so much. So the only way we could see each other is talking from our computers and um, we have to study ourselves to understand it more because we're at home and sometimes things can, um, you know, if you have a phone standing in your desk, you won't be able to concentrate. So you may miss a point in the lesson. So you have to study with your friends after school. So you need to look at computer even more. and. I mean, these kids are living in 2D life, practically, like, you know, everything is in front of your computer. You just look at your teacher, it's in front of your screen. And then your friends are there, and they don't touch each other, they don't uh, hug each other. We are human beings, you know? It's like uh, we send these kids to space or somewhere, <laughs> like in a space rocket, and communicating with people. It's like totally isolated. But I think uh, why um, uh, this is kind of making her confused is because of her father's profession. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So I understand us students not going to school and being educated from our houses. Um, but my father is going to work every day um, and he is a dentist, which is, I think, the riskiest job after the doctors that are being involved with the infected people. Um, and why are we wearing masks? Because we can get infected from just a cough or breathing. I don't know that talking. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we are using masks to cover our mouth. But my dad's job is to tell his patients to put their mask off and open their mouth. And, That's true. Um, and he comes home every day and we watch TV together, we cook together. Um, and he's a single father, yeah. so she's, she's all by herself. And yeah. when the father comes, he needs to communicate because exactly. this is the only person she can communicate. Yeah, and he can't be just like, well, you know, just because I'm a dentist, now I'm preparing my food, I'm getting my water, I'm going to lock myself in my room because I'm a dentist. You know, that that's he can't do something like that. So we're communicating and I just, I'm confused because I don't understand and why am I not going to school if I'm still going to be in the same room with my parents that are working, with my dad that are working. I, I'm sure that that's not just the question I am asking. It's all students. It's it's a question that's, um, you know, not being answered on us. And also, um, not um, parents who go work with the risky patients probably or, or in a public, uh, they have some job and then they may carry virus home and they cannot isolate themselves always from their kids but <laughs> about 30 minutes ago she said something which was very interesting uh, if you have brother or sister and that group are allowed to go to school yeah these kids are coming back at the same house yeah. am I just being privileged because I was born in a different year than them <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that just confuses kids, and especially teenagers, and they, they, of course, question these, and of course, we have explanation why this happens, and, um, but everybody's auntie is not a scientist, I, we, I, I wish really there would be some uh, good explanation on TV, and explain why we have this system and why some kids are um, online training and some are allowed to go to school and when those kids come back to their family what they should do different or not to have an issue you know with a, and not to spread infection if they carry any virus so that kind of can I call it double standard? And that just confused people. I think this is, I think, number one problem. That's why we have those waves. And suddenly it climbs and then suddenly it yes. comes back and then climbs again. And, um, and I'll give I, you, I'll, I'll, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'll give you some examples. So here, um, as the kids went back to university, they just heard, they had a massive ramp up of coronavirus. There's a hundred people within a day that got it, you know. Yeah. And it's okay. and I think to answer some of your question is that your dad 
somehow has control over who he sees. I mean, he has patients that come in, right? But he takes, I guess, some precautions and in, in, in that. And exactly, so, yeah. so he tries to minimize his risk as much as possible. Now then, put yourself in a crowd where you don't know where person A has been, person B has been, and person C has been. Person A may have seen a thousand people in the last two days. Person B is a hermit and doesn't go anywhere. And person C has maybe seen a couple of hundred people in, in the last two or three days. And whether person A took, had a mask on and he saw a thousand people and did all the precautionary stuff, he's limited his exposure to this virus and as much as he could. Now, he may get it, but he may get a milder case because it's all about exposure time and, and, and how this works. Where person C says, well, he only saw 200 people, but he was out there with no mask, <laughs> going crazy, you know, talking to everybody he could and giving him free hugs or whatever. And all of a sudden, he's deathly ill, you know, because he had... So, so it's all about how to mitigate the risk of catching it. I would assume that this is maybe somewhere in the ballpark of the answer. But at the same time, is how do you control hundreds or thousands of people um, when you only have them for eight hours at a time and then you don't know what they're doing with their families and stuff or, or what they're doing as they leave school because kids will be kids you know <laughs> I ain't gonna you know everybody's got that that you know they don't understand mortality or whatever it's like ah, I'm superhuman I'm a kid I can do whatever you know I, I you know and this so, is true, but Roland, you know, um, I think kids are more careful than sometimes um, adults. You know why? Um, it, it's a good example. Uh, my brother, who is a dentist, uh, told me this. Uh, he heard one of his friends uh, is a coronavirus uh, positive, and he's isolated home. And then... Uh, but was keeping it like a secret, not telling anyone because he's afraid that probably he will not be able to go back to work or something like that. I mean, that's a, a patient psychology. And then uh, he heard just from somebody else. And just by the chance, uh, three days later, he had a, a patient had an appointment from my brother who is wife of that sick patient, sick person. And she's, she's supposed to be isolated too. And when my brother calls and says, I heard your husband is positive, so therefore I think it is not good idea that you come to a dentist because there are many people coming to my office, my, my clinic, and then it, I would recommend you to first complete your um, quarantine and get healed and then come back but if you have a emergency pain I can help you by just giving you some medication you know what's the reaction the first question the person asks is who did you hear this from so they are hiding so, and, and then my brother asks it's not important is this right and she says yes even their daughter was Quarantined. So this is a very good example of the psychology I saw also in the United States and the same thing in Turkey. So people don't want to announce they are sick. And that's why people sometimes even they go to parties. Can you believe it? 
And yeah, he knows. That's, that's, irresponsible. He knows. that's irresponsible. So that's kind of like... That's what happens. It's, yeah. uh, but that's why the school uh, is not the only place that we can control infection and protect our kids. I don't know how we will protect our kids from this kind of irresponsible adults. So I think there's only one way. The way is to um, bring more detailed information to public. Everybody wants to know and everybody wants to do the right thing. And everybody should know that it's like a vicious cycle. And when you make a mistake, you know what happens? It comes back to you again and this virus can reinfect you again. So help us to also not get reinfected because this mutation of the virus is the number one issue with this pandemic, COVID-19. There were many other pandemics, but none of them was so capable of mutating. So I think this is this is the thing that we need to underline and, and educate the public. And um, this is missing. Don't you feel that way, Roland? I think that's... Yeah, I was just, I was, I had this conversation with one of my neighbors because I remember I told you that one of my neighbors got it and, and he was kind of a big big strapping muscle kind of guy and he looked like he lost like 30 pounds or something afterwards and now he has lingering health issues because of it like short of breath all the time and I, you know I told him obviously go get your cardiovascular system checked out because you may have some blood clots or something you know and you don't have a oh yeah well it's it, because it's uh, the, the thing is with the coronavirus it doesn't have one type of symptom like oh I have a fever and I have a cough, and I have um, no. I mean, you may not have any of those, and you may still have this infection, and it might just show up like a skin issue sometimes. So, so amazing, or your eyes just get red, and you have no fever, no coughing, no nothing. But you may have that. So, uh, but it might just affect your organs after it comes into your body. I'm not trying to scare the people, but this is the truth. Right. So by knowing this. Um, we need to take precautions, but after that, um, I also am extremely against scaring and, I mean, getting fear and then lock yourself indoors and don't do anything. That balance is very important in this pandemic. You need to have a balance that, okay, I can, I can protect myself and I can go out and I can still socialize with the rules. I want to give you an interesting example, Roland. In, 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 you know, I live in Houston. In Houston, if there's nobody outside, I put my, uh, you know, jogging clothes and go out and run in the morning. At 6 a.m., there's nobody. And nobody stops me and asks, where's your mask? Because it's nonsense. It's uh, scientifically nonsense. If there's nobody outside and I'm running in the forest, if you are stopping me and asking me, mask, it's nonsense. But here in Turkey, I couldn't believe we are walking with my dad, it's 6 a.m. and somebody is stopping us at and asking, where are your masks? And there's not a single person on the street. Yeah. And you need to really pay quite much money as a fee, you know? And there, So where is the logic? There's no scientific logic. There is no, uh, am I complaining? I think I am. 
Should I shut up, Roland? No, no, you're, you're good, you're good. It's, it's, it's... I think I am. But, but these are the truth. I, I don't want to complain for the existing systems, but I am trying to underline what is missing. And why we are talking here is I am on the other side of the ocean, and exactly the same mistakes that I see in the States is here as well, some minor changes only. And, and that's the reason the global issue is keep going. I think it's the same way, way in China, in Australia, or in the northern countries. And this, this needs to be somehow, I think, rethought. And by th- talking like this, do we make our voice heard? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. I just, um, um, yeah, I, the, it's kind of a double-edged sword. So, like, if you go out there and tell people, well, you know, the masks aren't going to really protect you because of the size of the virus and the, you know, and its micron in size or whatever. I don't know what the dimensions are of the virus, and the masks are only rated to protect this kind of stuff. Then you get people just out there all carefree, willy-nilly, doing whatever, and then the, you get just spikes. So some protection's better than none. Again, it goes back to mitigating the risk and in decreasing the exposure time or the droplets that get on you. So getting back to the school issue, um, you know, I, I don't know how educational systems, because they're all different, you know, everybody's got their own different twists. Some schools are a little more, more, um, at least the private schools, they can, they can limit, you know, they, they have a small, they're usually smaller groups in private schools. There's not, you know, like in my, when I went to private school, my entire school was maybe 800 people for the entire mm-hmm. school, where you go to a public high school here and they've got 2,000, 3,000 people senior classes. You get just their senior class alone is two or three thousand. You get what I'm saying? So, yes, so, You're so true. some schools are positioned a little better to to maybe handle this, where the kids can go and they can social distance because there's not that many kids, so to say, all in one time. Um, other of the schools, depending on on what they're doing, um, and a lot of them here are going to start actually starting school where they physically are going to school. This week, I think this coming week is when they start. So, um, I, you know, I don't know if the if it's going to rise back up or what's going to happen. And and I guess at the end of the day, no one wants to be no as a politico figure or somebody who's in office doesn't want to be. Well, I told everybody to go back to school, and now you know there's there's mass you know you know so so of course yeah it's a double edged sword, but. How that, affects, mm-hmm. how that affects the kids and, and um, is, is, you know, I believe that there's, there's some social ramifications, and obviously I think you do too, that, mm-hmm. that they're not getting that interaction that some require. Um, they don't get to see their friends, you know. They don't get to experience those things that you hanging out and doing those things right now. So there's all of that that's missing. From their lives, and I, you know, and, and those are important things because that's how you build bonds, and you know, and friends. I've got friends that, that you know, they're like my family, you know, that I've known all my life. Well, exactly the same thing with the 
kids too. But uh, you know what? Now I just want to ask: What would you make that is so um, different, or making uh, online education more fun and more effective? I mean, as a student, yeah. What would you do if if somebody would give you a right that you will change something? Mm-hmm. And it will be more effective, more fun, and uh, you will be more satisfied with the system. What would you What would you change? Um, I think there could be some competitions we could make with our classmates. The that. teachers could like make us into groups, and um, in the lesson. They could talk us about the topic that they're going to teach us, and then we need to listen that topic well because we need to study after that, and we need to make questions about the topic to the other group. Maybe I love that we can make learning better and funnier. Yeah, so. it's more fun because that's kind of yeah. hey, that would concentrate the kids. So let me let me ask you this. I got a question for you. So walk me through your. Your online class. Is there a teacher that is a talking head figure that's up there? Now, are they... Okay, let me take a step back. Are those classes pre-recorded? And no, then, they're not. It's live. It's live. Okay, so there is yeah. some an- interaction where you can kind of raise your hand or, or... Exactly, yeah. They can choose you to answer a question they ask. And they're going to schools. That's what I also don't understand. Our teachers are going to school to their classes and they're still wearing their masks even if there's nobody in the class yeah <laughs> well, I, I understand that thought process and it's because of uh, air, the aromatics of that stuff lingering in a contained yeah. space so yeah. um, for X amount of time now I don't know what that time limit is but don't you like the approach of a kid I like this I just yeah. love this but okay so so you do have somebody that's it's an actual live event it's not just pre-recorded and you just see yeah, it, they it's talk live. it's always live it hasn't ever been pre-recorded okay but uh, the, I think the good thing is here and it's as far as I understood it's live they can interrupt and ask questions but because from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. it's so routine they don't even don't want to do it because yeah. it's like they are almost hypnotized and just looking at the screen but if there would be a competition as she said you have to concentrate because at the end there's a fun competition yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah that makes it interesting and and, and um, yeah. in uh, in my professional life, I deal with a lot of schools, so I may bring that up to them. So you may have may have uh, thrown up a, a good a good uh, a good comment that I could leave there for some of my my customers that are that are in the education space, and I'll probably okay. share this with them, you know. But um, so okay, so so you guys are online, and how many people are usually in your class? Twenty, thirty, forty? Um, no, we have twenty-one students in our class. Okay. Okay. And it's mostly uh, between 18 to 22. Now, is it the same? So, here in America, you have like English class, history class. You got all these different classes. Yeah. Is it always yeah. the same kids the same. in every class? Yeah. Um, no, sorry. Um, it's not always the same. In English classes, we are dividing because um, some of our English levels are, you know, different than other students. So... They're putting us into a test. That is also from our computer. 
um, and they could understand what level you are at, and they could like make you into classes, put you into classes. So um, our English and um, the second language, which is French for me, my French and English classes are different. I have different different students. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Um, but every once in a while, you get some crossover of the same kids in the same class. Yeah. Okay. I do. Gotcha. I do. Mm -hmm. So, um, have have they? So let's just say I'm your English teacher. I give my lesson. Blah 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 blah. And mm -hmm. and I ask you how many blah blah blahs did I just do? Mm -hmm. And so, are the are the questions that that. Is there lit? I guess are you are you having to pay more attention to because there's teachers that don't teach out of the book, right? And they don't follow the the book course. They kind of give you the 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 um, either real world application or the real world experience. Yeah. The book is there for mm -hmm. reference. There's other pe teachers that are kind of droning that just kind of go from the book and you follow along. So depending on the style of teaching, I could see that that could become maybe an issue where some confusion could, could be happen because you don't really have a reference point if it's, just, if it's just some guy giving world application, right? And he's, sometimes I've had teachers that just talked over, over everybody's head, you know, that, well, you're really not teaching from the syllabus or the, or the, or the book, you're just kind of rambling on. So, um, so in saying that, as you're getting your courseware and your course studies done, um, do you guys create study groups to review the material online? And then you're like, you know, maybe there's 20 y'all or 10 of y'all in a group and y'all discuss that afterwards in forums or how does that work? Yeah, we do that a lot. And um, by a lot, I mean every day, even the weekends. Um, we're mostly doing the study thing with my friends that are very good at lessons, mostly. Um, after lessons, we are mm, opening another link for talking, and then we are taking our books or whatever we learned in that lesson, and then we're studying ourselves, because I think if we don't add something to what we learned, to what we heard from our teachers, it will be so much harder to understand while looking to computer. So mm. we do that a lot. Yeah, we need to study. We have to. Hmm. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So y'all do that in study groups, and then you obviously have homework to do, I would imagine, and then you yeah, kind of do the homework as you get done with that. Yeah, we, we have, yeah, yeah, we do that. We help each other a lot. Now, is that helpful, or is that... Remember when I was telling you about the honor system, about actually retaining and actually you studying the stuff and understanding it? Or is it, hey, Neva, I know you did this part, but I did this part, so let's just swap <laughs> papers and you take what I got and I'll take what you got and then we're all done. So yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Does that go on a lot? Or, well, I don't want you to throw yourself <laughs> under the bus now, <laughs> but, but, but um, because traditionally, um, if the teacher's there, you can't get away with that kind of stuff. And that's where I was talking, like, how many kids are actually milking the system? You know, like, like just, okay, if I can do this. Because humans in nature will 
will try and take the easiest path possible to do something. Roland, they don't do that. You are teaching them to do that. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked to many kids and they come out and say, are you Man, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, are you? No, no, they, I ask the same question. I'm just uh, right. putting your head. Yeah. I, they, I ask the same question that's like well everybody will get full point you know it goes back to I always tell people this listen to me now understand me tomorrow right so the things that you need to learn today learn them because it's going to shoot you in the foot tomorrow if you don't know them right and right. and it's 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 easier to do the work now than it is to do twice as much work later um in life so and I always tell people that if if you need to learn college algebra now and algebra and that kind of thing before you get to college because you're expected to know it and then you're at a complete loss because you scaved by whose fault is that right yeah 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 so 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 you know and that's kind of the thought process so um, um, you know um, but again, I, I get, it just I and I and, and I've heard rumors that the online here in America that the online um, training or, or schooling is is not as effective as in real world scenarios. And what and do you what, what's your comment on that? I agree. Um, that's true. And I think whoever you would ask that question, they would be agreeing with me. Um, but as I said, if you are like, you can't change the situation that's happening right now in the world, but the only thing you could change is the way you look at it. Um, and you can add something to what you've learned, but it wouldn't be, I know that it wouldn't be effective as going to school, walking to school, waiting for the rain and then waiting for your teacher to come in and sometimes like whispering with your friend and asking like the, the answer of the question. I know that we miss those stuff a lot. You can't even imagine, but this is the system now and you have to build your own system at your house. Um, we need to get used to it. We need to do the best we can because it's going to be over one day. I know, I don't know when, but it's going to be over a day, one day. So, um, I love this generation. <laughs> oh, my dear, that is a very that is a very good attitude to have. That is a you, yeah, that's you know, awesome. So sometimes you deal lemons, and you got to try and make lemonade <laughs> to make it palatable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if you can do that, you'll be successful in life. But if you exactly. become a victim, well, I got lemons. What am I going to do with lemons? Well, you yeah. get a lot with lemons. Yeah. Sometimes you need to look at the bright side. And right, right. And, and sometimes it's now. hard. Sometimes it's hard to look at the bright side, but, but you've got to always find some sort of... But I, yeah. believe me, they, they I mean, various friends are like that too. I mean, this yeah. generation is so awesome. I sometimes think they didn't deserve to go through this uh, pandemics, but... On the other hand, I think it's perfect they live this because this is preparing them to the yeah. new world and, and, and probably we will have more pandemics. Yeah. And I I am 100% sure they will handle in the future better than our generation. Yeah. It's make, it makes us understand how lucky we were before. 
this thing happened because I know a lot of students were complaining about going to school and being bored. Like sometimes I was even like being, I was counting minutes. Yeah, I was counting minutes. The, the lesson when the lesson is gonna yeah, end. You're watching the clock. I remember those days, man. but we're missing them now. So I think it's, it was a great time for us to realize. Right. The great realization. There, there's, there's, you you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> that's the yeah. that's the American saying. Yeah. You know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And so, um, something that you found to be an annoyance is like, you know what? That wasn't all that bad. You know, so yeah, right. And understanding it at a at an age like this, like fourteen or right. thirteen, I think it's an opportunity too. Absolutely, I agree. Well, Roland, that was so wonderful. I I just really love to um, uh, talk about this issue by having a teacher from the their you know their view is totally different, and um, by having a student um, experts only talk their opinion and what should be done, and uh, uh, and the teachers and students nobody asks. What do you want and what do you think that would make you happier, more effective, and safer? So, hey, we had a student, and uh, hopefully we will have a teacher sometimes in our another podcast. What do you think? Yeah, yeah that'd be, that, that'd, be, that'd, uh, be that'd be awesome. Maybe yeah. We can, yeah, we can um, um, maybe find a teacher there or something somewhere. I don't know. I know a couple of them, so maybe we can get one of them. But. Yeah, we can. I can help you with that. Actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my time is ending in uh, in Turkey pretty soon. I okay. think we will continue in Houston uh, again after my quarantine. Yeah. Oh well, you know what? No, actually, we can do when I am in quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll be, you'll be back. back. When are you when are you flying back home? Friday. Oh, this Friday. Yes. Okay. That's pretty soon. Then, yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll be glad to have you back in Texas. So, so, and and, and I guess we'll we'll end this podcast here, and um, and I guess safe travels to you, my friend. And Thank uh, you. I guess you know, I guess you're not looking forward to the 24-hour mask coming back. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess if you get to go stand outside, take a you know, um, in between lights or something before you go into those airports you know take a breather literally <laughs> you know take the mask yeah, off and exactly well i do that i, I have to right. Otherwise, right i will i will not die because of coronavirus <laughs> it is it is difficult but um, but this is the way we are also we, we appreciate also the uh, professions doctors who dedicate their life by having this mask in their entire life, can you imagine? As yeah. a surgeon, starting every morning to living in surgery, and they have this mask, and we have no right to complain right now. It's it's. Um, I get it. A little reminder of that too. Right, I get it. Well, okay. Well, it was it was nice to meet you, and 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 um, I guess. Talk to your aunt there if you ever want to come back on with some updates or whatever. Let us know and we'll we'll make it happen. I will. Thank right, you. Ladies, it was a pleasure. Then I will let you go and um, I guess we'll 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 get this podcast 
tuned up and sent off to the world for the world to hear. And uh, I'll send you all a link. All right, guys. Well, um, good night. Well, it's nighttime there, and it's just morning here. So good night to y'all, and y'all, y'all, uh, y'all have a good night. Have a nice day. <laughs> all right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.